Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the podcast. And it's the holiday edition, actually. So this is the July 4th edition of 2021. Matt and I are taping this a couple of days beforehand, but uh, it's going to come out there right around the holiday. So we hope that everybody has a happy and safe and enjoyable holiday season. Uh, and 4th of July and barbecuing and cooking out or whatever it is that you're doing and have all your fingers and toes after you set off fireworks and all that good kind of stuff. And if you got any questions or concerns about our topic today, which is financial independence, then make sure you reach out and talk with Matt a little bit. We heard him giggling in the background. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Hey, Mark. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, looking forward to the 4th of July festivities and having some family over and uh, cooking out a little bit. How are you? You, you got any plans? Oh, I'm going to be, um, yeah, hanging out. I think my son wants to have a friend over and his friend has recently gotten a job. So he's got some disposable money and he was saving up for the 4th of July holiday because he's ah. come over the last couple of years and they light him off in our driveway. And gotcha. it's funny, you're talking about fingers and toes and, you know, we've had some pretty interesting experiences, but thankfully everybody's still got their, their little uh, <laughs> fingers and toes on their body. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. They're, they're where they're supposed to be, right? <laughs> That's right. They're still attached <laughs> where they're supposed to be. Well, as I said, so since this is the 4th of July episode, Matt, let's talk about some financial independence, really, and kind of what that means yeah. a little bit and how to find it and how to get it. Um, you know, people are constantly asking that kind of question. You know, how do I get financial independence? Well, what is it? And what's some things to think about? Where shall we start? Well, this is a great topic. I love it because um, financial independence means different things to different people. For some people, financial independence means, hey, if I've got money disposable at the end of the month, then I'm financially independent, no matter if they're still in debt and paying bills and things like that. Right. And then you got the other end of the spectrum that says, hey, when I come completely debt-free, when I'm done with my mortgage and I'm done with all my disposable, my outside you know, credit cards or yeah. my personal loans, then I'm financially independent. I, I owe nobody know. anything, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. And so I think that's really where, when we talk about independence- you know, if you don't owe anybody anything, that's really where um, you kind of have a power in your in your wallet and in your life because now you have control. Whenever you're you're debt, you're in debt. You're you're kind of slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the borrower the borrower is slave to the lender. Right. And um, so you have to pay that stuff off. So financial independence really, if I am debt free and I got everything paid off, and or if I pay cash as my my normal practice then really you just got to take care of yourself, food, put, you know, food on the table, shelter overhead. And uh, if you can do that and not owe people anything, that's, that's really where you, where you lock in that financial independence. Well, how do we find it? How do we get it? What are some things to think about, Matt, as far as some places or or things to start help getting us there? Well, that's great. That's a great question. Um, I just recently had somebody leave my office and, and we were talking and they're doing a great job. They got most everything paid off, but they carried on a little bit of a credit card balance. And uh, so I brought up the fact of, hey, we got to educate ourselves. We kind of got to change our thinking and um, take the money in our wallet, invest it in our mind. And like Benjamin Franklin said, and in return, your mind will fill up your wallet. So you've got to change your thinking a little bit and to okay. get independent. And you know, a lot of us were not taught about money when we were young. And so we kind of learn by example, if mom and dad had a mortgage for all their years, hey, it's okay to go out and borrow and have a mortgage. Or if, if they borrow and they pay on credit all the time and they have a terrible credit score and can never get financed for anything, 
um, a lot of times the kids will follow that. So what happens and the way to start financial independence is to begin educating yourself about money. That's why we do the podcasts. Uh, a lot of times I will tell that new investor or that person that wants to get control of their financial life. Mm-hmm. It all starts with educating yourself. Okay. And the easiest step I think is start with this month. Look at a monthly cash flow worksheet that we'll give you. And you just start to analyze do how many how many of my expenses are fixed? How many expenses are flexible where I can change how much I'm spending? And really the flexible expenses and controlling that in your life that will help you to get to a point where you can be financially independent. A lot of times people don't, if you're not already doing it, you need a coach to get you there. You need somebody to guide you through those steps to take. And really it's not that hard to do. Well, I think a lot of us are looking when we, uh, for many of us, when we think about financial independence, maybe we think about safety. We think, Hey, I just want to be safe. I want to know that I'm protected, you know, things of that nature. So what are some safe vehicles or some safe avenues to ponder if that's your thinking. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, safety is is really where we all feel comfortable. As the saying goes, cash is king, right? Right. When I can pay cash for something, I really don't have to go into debt to buy something. Um, that gives me a lot of control in my situation. It's when you get overextended and you're paying creditors interest, you're not financially independent. We lose that sense of freedom because as I said earlier, the borrower is the servant or slave to the lender. And so stay debt-free. Number one building block, if you can get debt-free, pay off your smallest you know, bill. And safety in our investments, we a lot of times people like cash because why do we like it? Because we can go to the bank and, and get access to it and it's it's completely fluid or liquid. Mm-hmm. That feels good. You know, It feels good for a lot of people to have cash. And I just, I'll ask people how much would you have to have in the bank to make you feel at peace? That number differs for a lot of different people, but. Well, and we're not getting that much though, Matt. So, I mean, safe money, right? If we're talking about safe money, a lot of times that's what people think of. It's it's investments in the bank and uh-huh. we're not making much back. The interest rates are not that fantastic, obviously, in that. So, I mean, how can we get some better yield or what's some ways we can still have some safety or safe money, but also, you know, let's just improve that, uh, the the returns. Yeah, so safe money is is an interesting concept, but a lot of people like that cash because they again they feel that the FDIC insurance in the bank really gives me some safety. But right. you can have safety in your brokerage account too. Um, there's lots of different places to look for yield. A lot of times, a splash of equities in addition to your cash will generate enough yield to get you some return. But mm-hmm. in today's environment, a lot of people will look to tying their money up, what we call it, or you've got to keep your money on deposit for so long. You can buy a CD or a jumbo CD. Those really aren't paying all that much either right now, Mark. So a lot of times what we do is we'll fix clients up with maybe three or five years, a multi-year guaranteed fixed vehicle. Um, Now, this would probably identify, you'd be looking at the identity of an annuity offered by an insurance carrier. Okay. And right now, for example, um, a CD might be paying me just under 1% or just a little bit over for five years. And I can go and look with an insurance carrier. They're, they just promise to pay you just like the bank would. But um, you might be able to get 3% right now for five years or 285 so they can, a lot of times, a uh, fixed annuity will kill <laughs> CD rates. And, and I call them CD busters because the rates are really a lot higher for the same term 
Um, but there's on the downside, there's a little bit of a, a liquidity, just like there is in a CD. If you if you cancel it early, you might pay a penalty. So right, it's all about knowing the pros and cons, right? And the uh, yeah, there's there's differences in the type of vehicle that you know, that are that it's offered. A lot of times, though, with those safe rates too, with the annuity, another benefit is tax deferral. Okay, so right. the bank, when they give you their your pathetic interest, um, you know, they're paying you one percent, and then you have to pay tax on that one percent. And so there's um, with the annuity, it keeps your money tax deferred until you pull the money out. So it allows it to accumulate compound interest instead of taxed as you go, like a CD will. Mm-hmm. So there's another benefit to that, and that's that deferred um, growth on your money. It, it allows your money to accumulate faster because it's tax deferred, meaning that you don't get a 1099 dividend statement at the end of the year, you'll only pay taxes when you pull the money out. Okay. All right. So that's one kind of arena to think about when we're talking about safe money and, and just the yield in general. And how does interest rates affect all this stuff? I mean, obviously, we're, we're seeing that, you know, we, to your point, it's very low. And there's talk that we may see this start to go back up. I, I don't know. I mean, but does that change how you want to view things? Well, it does. It plays a factor. Okay. So there's some guaranteed rates like we just talked about, but but also if I want to use my money and go buy individual bonds, mm-hmm. okay, if I have $10,000 and I buy 10,000 worth of bonds, I what happens is a bond instrument, let's talk municipal bonds for a minute. Let's sure. say I buy a bond that's going to finance Wayne County Airport. Okay. And they're offering bonds and and it's uh, pays me a fixed rate of interest, like might be three and a half to four and a half percent right now for 10 years or 20 year bonds, I can go invest my 10,000, buy the bond, and then I get three and a half percent, let's say for 10 years. Okay. There's risk with that because Wayne County has got to do a good job at collecting taxes and distributing that to me. And on occasion, municipalities even fail. So financially, you got to be careful. That's a non-diversified investment. But if I hold that bond to maturity, that means I'm going to hold it all 10 years. I'll get three and a half percent interest for 10 years. And if I'm good with that, that might be a good, nice, safe, secure investment. It's backed by the government and their taxing authority. That's one way to invest in in bonds. A lot of times, if you don't want to take all the risk of buying individual bonds, then we have bond funds where we pay a manager to buy these bonds with other investors and they'll collect all the yield and they'll give it to us. But, um, we can buy shares of a bond fund instead of buying the individual bonds and it spreads out the risk a little bit. So safety safety and yield go together. If we're not comfortable necessarily in the stock market, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll split a client's portfolio up and say, okay, let me give you some money that's safe. It's going to be maybe in our cash or our emergency fund. Maybe we'll have some additional safe money that's got a fixed rate of interest like that annuity or maybe some bonds. And then We'll invest the rest. We'll diversify that to give it some more safety, but then we'll get, we'll splash some equities in that mix. And that's going to really be the horsepower. That's where we get the most yield. So I got you. Okay. Makes sense. Safe money is safe money comes from different places. It's just a matter of how you structure or design your portfolio. And if you don't know what you're doing, you definitely want to ask somebody like myself or, or, or call me and ask me because we'll help you to understand how to have safe guaranteed money and cash money maybe. And how we have, I think of safety as in a multitude of, of investments. I think a diversified portfolio of 30,000 holdings is a lot safer than a CD at the local bank because I'm going to grow my money and outpace inflation and I'm going to 
have some tax advantages and things like that. But yeah, that's another great point as well because you know we, we think about financial independence. That was our topic this week. Uh, it, it's really also the tax scenario. I mean, do you want to be somewhat. I guess, independent from what the government's going to do. Like, we have to pay our taxes. They're going to do what they're going to do. But if we're doing things correctly and we're structuring some good plans, we can hopefully handle whatever kind of you know situation comes our way from a tax standpoint, much the same as the market, right? I mean, we don't have any control over the market, but we can control how it affects us. Absolutely. And, um, you know... <laughs> It's funny we talk about independence. We, you know, our country was founded on that that principle, independence from the government. Yet so many of us put on that government, <laughs> those government shackles when yeah. when we pay our taxes. And as we talked about in a previous podcast, a lot of times we talk about tax planning, but we don't do it. Mm-hmm. And so what we're also doing is when we when we talk about your money, we want to look at taxable money versus not taxable money, maybe and maybe tax free money. So we look at the different vehicles that we can use to help get you that safety you're looking for. But also, um, we want to pay attention and keep you as independent as we can of the tax bill and the governmental control of that. So they give us vehicles to use. And if we do just a little bit of planning, you can actually set yourself up in a pretty nice situation. So, All right. Well, there you go. There's some thoughts to think about when you're talking about financial independence. And uh, we hope that you have a good Independence Day and enjoy yourself this weekend. And of course, uh, you'll probably catch this on Monday when it's the actually official holiday, the official uh, recognition of the 4th of July, which will have been the day before. But either way, we hope that you have a good uh, a good Monday. And a lot of people take the week off this week and do various different things. So whatever your case is, make sure you have yourself a good, safe time. But if you do have questions and you are trying to figure out how to get some financial independence, always check with a qualified professional like Matt Starkey and his team at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. You can call him at 989-401-2949 for a complimentary chat. 989-401-2949 or stop by the website at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Matt, thanks for hanging out with me this Monday morning and I hope you have yourself a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mark. And thank you all for listening. Just as Mark said, if you have any concerns about safety of your money, give us a call. Um, even in brokerage accounts, you've got some safety um, and some protections there that um, people often forget about. So yeah, give us a call. We'd love to educate you and uh, download that next podcast. And uh, while you're off this week, uh, definitely get yourself fired up on our financial podcast. So thanks so much for listening. And thank you, Mark. Absolutely. We'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.